Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the AFCI podcast, now known as Inspired Talks. I am Jason Baum, the Director of Membership and Operations for the Association for Creative Industries, AFCI, and each episode we'll be having conversations with people who are making a difference out there in the business world, and most importantly, the creative arts products industry. And as you are all aware, um, you know, our past few podcasts, we've been very COVID-19 heavy. I think that's what's weighing on everybody's minds right now. You know, we're in the midst of a pandemic, but we still have businesses to run and we still have families to take care of and we still have uh, the stresses of life. Maybe they're a little more stressful now. And everybody, I think the one thing that we do have in common is no one's experienced this before. And, you know, we're all looking for answers and we're learning that maybe there are not perfect answers, but there's a lot of help to be had out there. There's a lot of resources. Since our last podcast, the CARES Act has gone into place, and we have a ton of resources that you can find at creativeindustries.org. There's a banner at the top, and we break down the CARES Act. We break down what it means for your small business, how to apply for it. There's so many great things to read on there and, and things to uh, that can just immediately apply to your business. You might not be aware of certain things. Uh, what does it mean? You know, you know, essentially these are loans. What does that mean for my business? Is this going to hurt me in long term or is this something I need short term? So all that information can be had at creativeindustries.org. We also are sending a weekly newsletter out to all of our members and I highly encourage you to read it. There's a lot of great content in there. These podcasts will be included in there. Uh, we held a webinar this past week. This is being recorded on April 8th. We held a webinar on April 7th. It was a really great panel with some industry insiders from um, Deco Art, and we had various categories of membership represented and speaking directly to you. And you is a is a very broad base, as we all know, uh, as the members of ASCI. We, we speak to an entire supply chain, so we're kind of unique in that aspect. So I think that our positioning here is a good one for you because you, you get a really well-rounded look and glimpse as to how companies are, are responding to this pandemic. So joining me today on the program is Richard Ezra, and Richard is the Chief Marketing Officer of Lion Brand Yarn Company. Richard also has experience as the VP of Marketing at Wilton, as well as longer term with EK Success. And so I think you could suffice it to say, Richard, you've been involved with the craft industry for a very, very long time. <laughs> and I don't mean to say it like you're, you're ancient here or anything. You're actually very young for the amount of experience you had. I think you started in your, uh, in your early teens. <laughs> yeah, in a family business. But first of all, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here and shed some, whatever light I can to help um, other members cope with what this really difficult times that we're going through right now. Yeah, thank you so much for being on the program. Uh, you know, it's 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 really special to have someone with your experience uh, on the podcast because I think a lot of our listeners, you know, we spent the first two podcasts that were COVID related focused on retail um, and directed towards the small business owners themselves, um, especially the brick and mortars who are especially facing a hard time right now. I mean, we all are, but if you own a brick and mortar retail shop, you can't be open. Um, so in most parts of the country, so that's. That's a battle we've never really had to fight um, before, and they're in a unique position, especially if they didn't make the transition to online at some point and have some type of online e-commerce site set up. This is a whole new, um, whole new adventure for them. And 
we spent a lot of time talking about that. So I wanted to talk to you about, you know, the supplier side of things, the wholesale side of things. I spent some time speaking with a few of our suppliers who do business in China. Um, that is a big part of the arts and crafts industry is, is the supply chain with China. And that was impacted about a month prior to um, what we're dealing with here domestically. Um, and now we're all kind of in the same boat. You know, what has COVID-19 done to you at Lion Brand? What, what has been the initial like fallout or the initial shock we've been calling it? It's, it starts out as shock and then we all adjust and then, you know, it's, it's the same parts of like kind of like grieving. You know, how have you guys pivoted? Well, I, I, would, say, I would say this. I say everyone's kind of, we're all learning as we go along, right? There was no manual that was going to prepare us for what we're going through right now. I would say that, you know, the biggest challenge for us right now has been kind of working all remotely, coordinating, having our meetings remotely with our vendors, with our buyers. Um, so it, it's, it's been challenging in some regard. On the other hand, it's been an opportunity really for us to come together as a company. As you, as you know about Lionbrand, we are a family business and a family in every aspect. So the first and foremost for us was the concern and care for our employees and making sure everybody is in a good place. So we do a lot of time, you know, we all react differently to these tragedies. We all have different things going on. It impacts us in many different ways. So the first thing is to be there for each other. I would say the biggest difference for us is, you know, in, especially within the marketing field, right? Our job is to be promotional, to drive business. And one of the things that our president, David Blumenthal, said right from the beginning is, we are not going to be opportunistic here. We are going to be a source of escape, a source of comfort for people. And we really emphasize the word comfort because what we do is we create yarn, right? Knitting, crocheting, weaving. It's an escape for people. And we've seen, while well, we've seen a dramatic, dramatic increase in the proliferation of folks that are actually participating or buying yarn, it's not a time for us to be doing promoting or advertising. Our job right now is to provide inspiration, provide any content, provide a, um, a reprieve really from what's going on. So it's a little bit weird, right? Because you never imagined you'd have this kind of demand, but at the same time, you don't want to take advantage of it or, or really try to accelerate it. So it's, it, it's an unusual thing, I would yeah, say. Yeah, we, we spoke to um, Tracy Reuter on our past two podcasts, and she does marketing for uh, Cricket and for a few other big brands out there. And, you know, we, we spent some time talking about being, you know, the difference between being opportunistic and taking advantage and also just being present and continuing to do your job and being a brand and a, and a resource for your consumers and, and an outlet for your consumers. They're looking for you, right? I mean, I forgot the statistic, but I think it's around 36, 38 million kids are home in the United States right now. They need things to do. Families need things to do. And actually, the other thing that I want to ask you about, I mean, I'm sure you're getting a lot of traffic now with the masks uh, that are being asked to be worn. You know, how has Lion Brand kind of played with that? How, how have you guys um, incorporated that? You know, it's funny. We had, we had a lot of discussions around this. And for us, you know, first of all, you, we don't have the, we don't make the actual masks, right, that you need to be able to, we, we, you can make masks, we can have patterns up, but the reality is, Again, it falls back to that whole opportunistic thing. If people want to buy yarn, make masks, and sell them, that's great. It's not something we're looking to avidly promote because truly we can't speak to the um, benefits of that mask. And it's something, so we sort of stayed away from that in that regard. Like I said, the, the main thing for us is 
like you said, be present for our customers right there, provide inspiration. You know, the things we're doing more is about how do we donate, you know, to charity, various charities, and we're kind of exploring all the different charities and how do we give back. This is not a time for us to take, it's a time for us to give. And I think that's been the position from management on down. Fortunately for us, the business online has been tremendous, whether it's through our own e-commerce or through any of our partners. And any support we can provide from a content perspective, great. But at the same time, you know, these are, like I said, it's unusual times and it's a very difficult situation. You know, if you ask me right now, I would tell you my hope is that it go, things do go back to normal. I would love to see all of the employees back. I mean, I haven't been able to physically face-to-face talk to an employee in over a month. Um, so that interaction. So that, that, that's where our focus is right now. Uh, we, and I would tell you, for most of the young companies in our space, I, I think we're all holding true to the fact that we're not looking to capitalize on opportunistic. And it's a credit to not just us, but our competitors. Yeah, I think it's that phrase, you know, we're all in this together. I think it's, there's never been a time that's, you know, been, the craft industry has has had its issues, um, certainly over the past few years, dealing with a lot of turmoil and closings and going out of business. And I think this, this was something that definitely, while I'm incredibly unfortunate, I, I've seen a lot of uniting going on, which is, which is really a credit to the industry. Because at the end of the day, I mean, like Lion Brand is a, is a family-owned business, you know, I think this industry is very familial. It is, you know, we, we have a lot of people who have been in different roles in different companies and, and know each other very well. And I think at the end of the day, we all really do want each other to succeed because that's that's the best thing for the industry. And, and at the end of the day, this shouldn't be an opportunistic play. Seth Apter actually said it on our panel discussion yesterday, and I, I've heard this before. I think the consumers will remember the brands that did the right thing during this, and they'll know, you know, who is being opportunistic. And, you know, that's, that's going to do something to your brand loyalty. At the end of the day, you know, they'll, they'll know who was there for them and who did the right thing right now. You know, the, mix, the mixed blessing in all of this, if you can use that terminology, is you really see people's character and what they are when during this time. And it's just been amazing to me to see the way the employees have come together, the way they've helped each other. And it's one of the things I think that's still special about a family business, right, is that in every sense of the word, we have brothers, sisters, um, aunts, uncles, all working together in different capacity. And the way they've all, we've all come together as a group, I, I think we will become closer and it will make us a better company coming out of this. It's really great to hear. And, and you know, Lion Brand has certainly been around for a long time, you know, been through two world wars, a Great Depression, the recession, 9-11. I mean, you guys are located in, in well, we're in Manhattan, now you're in New Jersey, you're actually right around the corner from me. So here we are again at ground zero. I mean, it's, and, and I don't mean to make light of it at all. It's, it really is not, um, I, I'm speaking from, I think, an incredible amount of stress being located in this area, as many are. It's scary to go to the grocery store these days. But it's really important to support local businesses. It's really important to support the brands that need your help. What are some of the conversations you're having with stores right now? Like, what, How are you guiding them through this? So one example is we do this show every day at 12 o'clock. Um, one of the owner's daughters and our brand ambassador, her name is Shira Blumenthal. She does a show called The She Show. And what she does is she has different guests, whether it's somebody in the medical field, somebody who's an independent retailer, right? Um, she bring, she casts a light on them and their business and how we can help them. So we're trying to be sort of that friend. And, um, you know, we are fortunate in one regard, right, that the t- technology is better than it's ever before. So we can still communicate with each other. 
like we never have. I mean, what would we have done without Zoom? You know? <laughs> um, Wish I had stock in Zoom before all this. <laughs> right, right. So we are really, to all of those in smaller retailers and everything, we're reaching out, we're casting a light, we're being as supportive as we can. Our goal is to try to get as much product out to them to help them maintain their business, those that can ship. And if they're not, we're being very understanding with them. But really, I tell you right now, my heart goes out to every small business owner out there. I know you mentioned the CARE Act, and I know you mentioned all the challenges. But I mean, you have businesses that have been around for hundreds of years like us that we don't know if they're going to be able to weather this, what's going to happen. So. What, you know, we're just here like for support in many regards. In any way, we can use our platforms to be able, whether through social media, whatnot, to be able to cast a light on them and help them out. It's only the right thing to do. I mean, like I said, it's coming on, and this is the message coming up from on high in the company. So when you have the ownership behind this and leading this charge, everyone else is following suit. It's not a hard thing to do. It's it's a fantastic thing. So, you know, if I'm a small retailer and I reach out to you, you know, what are what are some of the tips that you'll give me? Well, first thing we'd love to do is we'd love to have you on a, our shows, you know, on the platform, promote you, talk about what you're going through, give you an audience that you can share some of the challenges you're having, support you in any way we can. Because one thing we can do is we have an avid fan base, is help drive traffic, drive engagement, and, you know, just create awareness, most importantly, of what they're going through, because there's so much good going out there right now. I know we're t every day the news reports on the bad, but there are hundreds of thousands of people doing good things out there in the marketplace, not being opportunistic, that doesn't get sort of the spotlight that it deserves, and hopefully we can be that beacon for them. And certainly you do have that built-in fan base. I was visiting, um, I guess, it was about a month and a half ago. My God, the world has changed in that time. Yeah. Um, but I was visiting on a very rainy day, and a group of people pulled up in a car. We were getting a tour of the yarn studio. Jack Blumenthal was showing us around. Yeah. And uh, a group of people pulled up, and like six people came out of this little car, and they said they had drove two and a half hours to visit the yarn studio. And that was like, wow, okay, <laughs> that, that is devotion right there. So you definitely have that base, and I'm sure, you know, social media-wise, I mean, I know you know you're not getting many people out into stores right now obviously but uh, but the online fan base must be enormous i mean you also have people um like myself um i have a two and a half year old she's not necessarily knitting right now um but we are doing projects together so maybe she's not doing it but you know we're we're doing projects with her more and more uh, honestly we've done more craft projects in the past few weeks than i think we've ever done in her life so that's that's just i mean if we're doing it you know and we're working but we're still putting this time to to be a family unit and crafting is very therapeutic i'm sure you've been getting a lot of feedback on that end too and, and i don't know you know i know you work with um the vanna uh, collection and and saint jude's is there anything uh, on the therapy side of it that you could speak to yeah you know recently i don't know how much you guys are reading out what's going out in the articles and what's online is about you know the like you said the therapeutic effect the calming effect of knitting or crocheting especially even before this incident we were seeing a higher incident of people wanting to learn to knit as sort of a way to detect right because I don't know about you, but how many of us are on our phones 24-7 as a distraction? And to be able to sit there and just kind of go through this repetitive motion and being able to participate, engage in a craft, and just escape, it's, you know, it, it's meditation in, in its simplest form for us. And 
we, I, I can't tell you how many doctors have reported on it. We've had medical specialists on it. And what you're doing with your daughter, it's an amazing thing, you know? And the one thing I would ask is, when was the last time we actually all sat down and spent this much time engaging with our kids and crafting and doing all these activities? So if you had to find a silver lining in a horrible situation, it's the fact that the family unit has never been more together than they are now, and in, in more ways than one. Yeah, I said that's, you know, she probably won't remember it, my daughter, but we will. And this is time that, you know, we'll never, I mean, I hope that we never experience something as serious as this. So, you know, in a way you could be very thankful. And I think the arts and crafts and, and the knitting crochet, you know, the soft craft reason something to do. I mean, uh, this is the time for the industry to shine and be there for the consumers. Thank you so much. You know, even I just want to say, even when I look at what all the retailers are doing, I think recently you read yesterday that Michael's donated over a million uh, pieces of fabric or whatever it was to help make masks. And you see how everyone's coming together. It's just, it, it's a difficult time, but it's also a special time to see really, you know, the character of people. Like I said, it's, it's just, we're, we're trying to find all the positive in everything. Yeah, I, I think that that's what we have to do right now. It's too easy to be negative right now. It's too easy to... You mean you just turn on the news and it's it's very depressing. So you know we're a happy industry. You know we're the, we're the industry people turn to to forget about that and to and to get lost in creation and just have fun and get messy or or get creative. And this is something we're going to go through. You know we're going through it together. These podcasts have been an outlet for me, so to speak. Um, I get to have these conversations that I speak. You know, I, I have these conversations anyway with our members, and now we just get to broadcast them to everybody. So, Richard, I, I really appreciate your being on the podcast, and, and thanks for letting us in to see what Lime Brand has been doing through the COVID-19 pandemic and, and also just in general. And I, and I hope everybody in the family is okay. Yeah, thank God. I really, everybody's okay. And, and Jason, really, thank you for doing what you're doing. I think you're providing everybody with a little bit of an outlet, a little bit of a friend out there that, that they could use right now. So kudos to you for that. Thank you. Yeah, I, I hope this is, uh, is a resource, is a tool for people and an outlet, uh, like you said. So to just let everybody all in on the fact that we are in this together. So with that, I just want to make sure everybody goes, well, first of all, go to limebrand.com, you know, make sure you check out what they're doing. If you're a small business, if you're a store, go to limebrand.com, go reach out to Richard. I don't know, Richard, if you want to give your email address on the podcast, but. Sure, sure, sure. My, I, I'd be happy to. It's at, it's richard.ezra, E-Z-R-A, at lionbrandyarn.com. Thank you. And yeah, so reach out to Richard, see what, you know, if you have any ideas, if you want to reach out to Richard, if you need some help, and um, like you said, you know they're they're open to it, and uh, and they're here to lend a hand. So, with that said, join us next week. We'll have even more content for you, and check out the creativeindustries.org homepage for all the COVID nineteen resources that we have available to you. And thank you again for joining us for another episode. For more information on AFCI, you can also visit that creativeindustries.org and be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. I'm Jason Baum, and I'll catch you next time. Bye.